Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. What's up, Bird Gang? Jonathan Gannon, your new head coach, Arizona Cardinals. Ready to get to work. Buckle up. We're going to have some fun. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner. We had to take a little break because we had some Super Bowl duties to take care of. But Tyler Drake, Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter, and myself, Arizona Sports Eric Ruby, we are back because they finally did it, Tyler. Finally. After an over a month long search and all the other coaching vacancies filled in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals will be hiring former Eagles defensive coordinator. Jonathan Gannon. Tyler, it's been a busy week and a half for you. Yes, it has. It's been a busy year for you. <clears throat> what were your thoughts when it finally became official this morning that Jonathan Gannon will be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? I think my initial reaction was, hey, one step closer to filling out this coaching staff because I think all of us to this point are about we're about done with having to follow the breadcrumbs having to follow I mean what this is that was the 13th coaching candidate I believe it was or at least somebody that was linked to the Cardinals at one point or another so good to get it out of the way good to actually have a a name to go off of as the leader of men in that room and now it's uh, who's going to be the OC, who's going to be the DC, who's going to be the QB's coach, wide receivers coach, DL coach. I mean, it's are they going to keep Vance Joseph? That's the first, and that's and that's I think one of the first things that stuck in my mind because reportedly, if it was going to be Lou and Arumo, Vance Joseph was supposed to stick around. But now, who knows what goes on with that, with Gannon in the fold? But you know, I, I've heard. A couple of people, you know, Wolfley, I thought, had a really good one where he, you know, he heard from people from outside of the organization that the dude is an absolute stud from what he uh, from just seeing a couple of his interviews. You know, he talks, seems like he's got it together, seems like he really is an up and comer. Uh, really, it's just is going to see what his staff is and, and what he does in this role moving forward, because, you know, let's be honest, this next year is probably going to be pretty rough. Can I be honest? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too thrilled. No. I'm just... I just... Who else was there going to be? I I would have preferred Lou, if I'm being completely honest, okay. because look, I'm not even going to be the guy who goes, oh, but look at the Super Bowl, and Andy Reid ate his lunch, and they no, didn't cover the guys yeah, going in. It's uh, Okay. It's like, would it, would it have been nice to maybe have a good Super Bowl performance yeah. app under your belt before you go jump ship to become a head coach? At the stadium? Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> if you're going to coach it'd at? It'd be nice, but... <laughs> I'm okay. I am not like out on Gannon. I don't think this was a bad hire. I'm not going to say this was the wrong hire. It didn't seem like they had a ton of options to begin with but because you're not they make it so off late. The roof. But I just I have my doubts. Yeah. And I guess I had some doubts about Lou Anarumo, but just not as much as I have Gannon because this Eagles team is absolutely stacked, and they just didn't look like they made that adjustments on a half basis like yeah. Anarumo did. Yeah. And if you want to point specifically to the Chiefs, which is a tough bar to measure against. But it's still a good one. Yeah. It's still one that's like, okay, what do you do against the best? Because at the end of the day, what are you trying to become? Mm-hmm. The best. So when you play the best, when Luana Rumo plays the Chiefs, gives them problems in the second half. Gives them stuff to struggle with. Now, the Chiefs beat them this year, mm-hmm. but going into the game, what was the storyline? Yeah. Oh, was... the Bengals. They got their number. The Bengals. Yep. The Bengals. Burrowhead. Burrowhead. With Gannon. Burrowhead. <laughs> with Gannon. You look at this Eagles defense, 70 sacks this season, top two in yards allowed per game. I mean, just undeniably great numbers. Mm -hmm. 
But why are Philly uh, Philly fans, Phillies, I was going to say Phillies, Phillies. as in the baseball, but Philly fans up in arms yeah. about him if he were to stay? That's a good point. With Anna Rumo, Bengals fans were, please don't take him. Yeah. Please, please don't yeah. take him. Yep. Eagles fans are climbing light poles. It's like they did win the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I I follow Eagles fans who like they don't cover the Eagles, but they're just straight up yeah, Eagles fans who cover excited. other sports. They were tweeting in all caps. That's wild. And so it's so what's the disconnect here? Apparently, all the players love him, and that's great. But what's the disconnect? What is the thing that when it comes to their defense, why don't the numbers always meet? the realistic outcome on the field. And I think why the numbers look so good is because you got to look at some of these offenses that the Eagles played. And you got to look who's on that defense. And you, and you have to look at who's on the Eagles defense, Yeah, the quarterbacks, hence the offenses that are being run against them throughout this, frankly, dominant season. Yeah. And you can start to poke little holes in the resume. And yeah. that's not to say he's not a good football minor, he's going to be bad as a football coach, but if we're just analyzing off of what we have to analyze... That, in a long-worded way, is what I'm worried about right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it took this long, though. I don't know how you feel about that. Like, yeah, it was a little bit longer, but if this was your guy, then you wait and you get the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought, and that's, I guess that is, that's a good point. Because if it would have been Lou, or it would have been Kafka, somebody along those lines that it's already that was already a finalist going into this week, then yeah, why would you wait that extra week? But seeing that it was the Eagles guy, they're in the Super Bowl, they really couldn't have a second round, like, really couldn't have interviews with them just because they were in it. So that part of it, I think, kind of subsided for me a little bit just because of the... I guess the circumstance that was around it. But yeah, if it would have been anybody else, they should have got it done you know, when they were either out of the playoffs or if it was somebody not in the playoffs before that. And it's also interesting because I see a lot of people, oh, well, you know, they had to wait until after the Super Bowl to talk to their guy. No, they didn't. That was, that's not the rules. I think there was, there was a, a, once you get closer to the Super Bowl, the week of, you're not allowed to talk to those coaches. But there was a grace period. All these other coaches, D'Amico Ryans, Dan Quinn, these coordinators that were in the playoffs, they were interviewing with teams. Mm-hmm. So if I'm to believe that this whole time, it's been Gannon, right? There's some people out there saying this was Austin Ford's decision, blah, like, it's Gannon. Gannon all the way through, we just got to wait to talk to him. Mm, no, you didn't. I mean, you did eventually. Mm-hmm. You waited long enough to where you weren't allowed to talk to him, and then you had to wait for him to lose the Super Bowl to talk to him. But if he was really your guy through and through from the beginning, you didn't show it. And maybe he didn't want to interview because of the playoffs, but it's not like this was the only head coaching job that he was, I guess, a candidate for. Obviously, D'Amico Ryans ends up there, but the Texans were on that list of places that were interested in at least bringing in Gannon for an interview, talking about being that head coach. But now I'm sitting here, like you said, talking about filling out the rest of the staff. I just wonder where they go from here. Is Vance the first decision? Is it an offensive coordinator? Is it Vance at all? Because it really feels like that's the name that everybody's keying in Mm -hmm. on. I mean, I mean, just to just to go back on that, I did see uh, Albert Breer said reported the rule of the coaching interviews and stuff, and mm-hmm. said that uh, interviews with those on staffs of Super Bowl teams during the week must be second interviews. So they had to wait. But but there's no reason for them not yeah, to yeah. have a second they, interview at that yeah. point. You get what I'm? That actually makes it worse, in yeah. my opinion. Is that so? They you couldn't bring missed him, they a week. Bring him in, yeah. You missed a week to talk to this guy because what? You were busy planning the Super Bowl. 
like I'm not saying that is a minor feat because it's certainly not. I mm-hmm. mean, you saw firsthand by being there just how much yeah. goes into it. But if Gannon was your guy, then there probably should have been a second interview. So I'm now sitting here, like we said, we looked at the staff. I mean, there should have been the first interview should have been done a long time right, ago. Right, but That's, yeah. at this, you know, at this point, let's we can nitpick the process. I can get my panties in a bunch about it because it didn't go the way that maybe I would have had it operated. But you've got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. You really do have to wait and see. You can voice your opinions. You can voice your concerns yeah. about the process, about the actual person they ended up hiring, about what you do going forward. But you can't say that Jonathan Gannon is a bad head football coach until he coaches football. Yeah, it's it's literally that's it's it's we're in wait and see. And I think that is the react. I felt like if it would have been a Sean Payton hire, one of those, you know, big ones that everybody wanted. He's a first time head coach. So you exactly. have to wait and see. Everybody would have been. It would have been a fanfare if it would have been Sean Payton. Let's be. Let's just be honest. I think Twitter would have blown up with, "Oh my gosh, Cardinals are doing it now!" Blah 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 blah. Instead, it's all right. They got Gannon. Yep. Let's wait and see. I mean, it yeah. really is. And yeah, and and I we can't really dog the guy. We can't give him props. It's it's really wait and see. Let's see what you do. Let's see how you build this staff. Let's see who you bring in to work with Kyler Murray because you're a defensive guy. So the offensive coordinator is going to be such a big hire for this team that I think a lot of people aren't kind of getting. Elliot Shore Parks, he covers the Eagles for WIP up in Philadelphia. He was on Burns and Gambo yesterday, and he was asked his biggest takeaway from watching Gannon coach for the last couple of years. You shouldn't hire Jonathan Gannon for his defensive scheme, or really any coach for their defensive scheme. That's not a way to go about hiring him. So in my two years around Gannon, I would say my takeaway from him is the players love him. Whole time the fans have been ripping him. Players swear up and down, on the record, off the record, that they really like him. They really like working for him. He listens to them. He adjusts things to what they like. A roller coaster of a soundbite, I must admit. Yeah. I've got one more from Gannon himself to throw in there before we talk about that specifically. So this is Gannon on uh, Eagles.com. Basically, they did a feature on him. This is something he had to say about himself. I don't have a scheme, and I believe that you have to be adaptable. we got to figure out what our players can do, and then we got to put them in those situations as much as possible to utilize their strengths. Tyler, I see your face, but the people don't. Can you try to explain to me why you're making the face that you're making right now? That just screams Isaiah Simmons. Oh, that just screams Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> and I'll be honest, it it kind of sounds from Elliot that he it, it, he kind of had a Cliff Kingsbury ish demeanor with what I heard from Elliot there. And I'm not saying anything that he's like him or anything. He's probably... The players liked Cliff here. Yes, they loved Cliff. <laughs> they really liked Cliff. Yes. Except for like Eno Benjamin, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The players in a vague, overarching Most, yes. sense, they didn't... You could tell just by the way they played, they never gave up on him. And yeah. that's a really good indicator about how you feel about somebody personally, despite how they might be on the field. But... Hey, you're, you're getting a little PTSD, some flashbacks? Yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to hear some execution in there at one point. But no, I think it's defense versus offense. You know, Cliff was offense. We've got the defensive-minded guy in Jonathan Gannon now. You've got to think it's got to be the opposite of what we saw with Cliff and how he ran the show. So I'm really interested to see kind of the the little details that he has on this team and, and really what he tries to mold and, and really 
bring out of everybody around him because it's going to be a different setup. We can sit there and say it's a young guy. He's got he you know there's similarities. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lazy direct comparison. Yeah, exactly. But it's you've got to look at the body of work compared to like he's been in the NFL before. Yeah. That's one thing Cliff. Yeah. I mean, outside of being a backup practice squad quarterback, Cliff was never in the NFL. Right. So, I think that's a big thing is is he doesn't have experience as a head coach, but he has experience in the NFL and I think that goes a long way. But like we said before and I feel like we'll say again, it's all wait and see until we see what he puts around him, what they do, what they feel like they need to do personnel-wise and all that jazz. The scheme stuff Surprisingly, actually, doesn't bother me that much if you're just a coordinator. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's kind of a jarring thing to hear. I think it's a little bit hyperbole. Oh, I don't have it. That's a lie. Lie. It's a lie. Yeah. You have you have you a have scheme. something. You have this base of plays that you or ideas or philosophies that you build everything around. But within that, the ability to shuffle around and learn how to properly utilize, um, I don't know, Hassan Reddick. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> That's important. But the yep. Cardinals, if there's anything that they are in just absolute desperate need of, it's direction. What if he walks in first day, says Simminger on the outside? Okay. We'd love that. That's but like you know that's that's the thing. You're you not working with the a, safeties anymore. You are going to sack the quarterback. You can have you can have you can not have a scheme all you want. I don't care if you still properly define each person and tell them what they need to do and how they need to do it. If you don't have this, hey, this is what Jonathan Gannon likes to do. Okay, that's fine to not maybe be known for that or not to have that in your arsenal and your rep- repertoire. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to clearly define things. And in fact, Isaiah Simmons talked to Fro- Pro Football Talk about this. They asked him. It was during a radio, uh, radio media row. All okay. of that. Listen, Tyler. And if you guys don't, if you guys don't know this, <laughs> if you don't know this about Tyler right now, I am sitting across from like the hardest working man in all of Arizona sports media, and he's shaking his head because he's going to no, deny it. No. But firsthand, shut up, Tyler. Firsthand, this guy right here. <laughs> this guy right here. Just an absolutely insane amount of work put in. And that just goes beyond just Cardinals coverage. This guy was doing open coverage, Super Bowl coverage. He was on the ground. He was at the NFL honors. Like, he was everywhere. You can follow all of it at T Drake for sports. But, Tyler, something you might have actually <laughs> missed was Isaiah Simmons going on Pro Football Talk during Media yeah. Row. And they were basically saying, you know, what do you think about this last year? And, and Buda Baker, he had comments uh, from the Pro Bowl saying that, oh, we seem underprepared. You know, people were coming into training. Training camp, and you could just tell that they weren't all there. Simmons echoed that, and he also brought up that when he was when he was in Clemson, everything was defined. Mm. Everybody had a role, and everybody knew exactly what was going on, okay. and that he appreciated those types of coaches. He kind of dodged the question when he was asked, "Do you want a different coach than Cliff Kingsbury?" He goes, mm, "Maybe that's not my style," but of course, it's not your style. No, it's the, it's the NFL. Yep, it's that style doesn't work. You could be laissez-faire if you know what you're doing, and you're not laissez-faire when you need to be, right? Nobody likes a micromanager, but nobody likes a non-manager if you're supposed to be a manager. Yeah. So this team is this team is it's desperate. Mm -hmm. Just just desperate for I hate to say it, somebody like a Sean Payton, a culture definer, somebody that's gonna come in and say, you know what, Russ, actually you're not gonna have your quarterbacks coach here because I don't want that to happen. And why am I being brought in? Because it's supposed to be done my way. Mm -hmm. Now a, a good sign of that could be how Gannon handles the staff. Yeah, because Anna Rumo, like you said, was reportedly not planning on bringing in or keeping Vance Joseph with Gannon. 
you should get an idea pretty soon as far as staff goes, what his philosophy will be. As somebody who covers a team, is around it, all of that, are there any inklings, ideas of maybe who some names people can keep an eye on out there for the staff to be filled out with? Uh, just really there's one name I think that's sticking out right now, and it was a guy that actually, again, Albert Breer reported this a couple days ago or yesterday, that uh, Drew Petzing, the, the Cleveland Browns quarterbacks coach, could be a name to watch as O.C., so that would definitely be one to watch. They, uh, him and uh, Gannon worked together in Minnesota from, I think, 2014 to 2017. And, yeah, that that's really the big name right now. And, and yeah, I'm really interested to see. I think everybody's interested to see what happens with Vance Joseph because he really didn't get he didn't get the fanfare that he did. I mean, last year he had the Miami head coaching interview. Yeah, that I was believe. really it. But that was really it. That was, that, was, that was really it. And, and this year it seemed like he was going to be one of those candidates to get multiple – you know, at least interview somewhere, but instead he's kind of just the players wanted him around. Yeah, players made it clear. Talked to you, talked talk to a lot Zavin, of people, yeah. and then and they they just went like, yeah, we really like Vance Joseph. Vance mm-hmm. could totally be that guy. But then they also went on and said, oh well, I just want the right hire. I don't care if it's offensive yes. defensive. So you could just be sticking up for the guy who went through it with the thick of it yeah. this last couple yeah, of seasons. Yeah, yeah. No predictions, no what's going to happen, Tyler Drake reporting. But from a personal perspective, do do you want Vance to stay around? I wouldn't mind it. Mm, But that's kind of a cop-out answer. I know that because that's the answer that I would give, too. (laughs) <laughs> like if you were making the decision, oh, I wouldn't mind it. Isn't okay. Am I? Am I the GM? Yeah. Okay. As yeah. the GM, I, I think I would bring him back just okay. because he knows the players. I think you've got a defensive-minded coach that you can work with a lot better than I mean, Cliff and him. We're completely opposite sides of the ball. They work together and everything else, but maybe that brain trust would be a little bit uh, tighter just because they're both defensive-minded guys. Gannon could maybe uh, say, hey, you're not moving Isaiah anymore. You're putting him right there. He's not moving. And I just think Vance also gives us a lot from a reporter side of things. Just the guy... He's a good talker. ...doesn't hide things. Yeah. He, He explains what's going on. He actually gives us the conversation that we're looking to get and... The answers we're looking to get, obviously not everything, but to the extent of like, yeah, we learn something after every press conference. So I think from that standpoint, it would be awesome. And I think just he sh- he's shown that he can do it. I think having that uh, and, and with the players that he's got, I think they need to re-sign Zach Allen. That's for sure. But uh, definitely, I think the, the, the switch is flipping from, hey, let's focus offense, offense, offense. I think now we're going to see a little bit of a turn to build that defense up so when Kyler comes back, it's boom, boom, because let's be honest, who's, when is Kyler going to come back next year? Yeah. Halfway through, three quarters of the way through. Hey, put a pin in that. We saw him working out today, and I'll talk about that in just at a second. At the weight room. At the weight room, in at house. the Cardinals facility. Shocker. Mm. Uh, but what I will say, just one last thing on Vance. I, I would keep him. I'd keep him for one year because as much as I want everything to be turned over, I want new, all of that, I don't think Vance Joseph was the problem. I think a year will let you know that. And in a year without high stakes to have a possible head coach on your team with a young first-time head coach might be a good idea. Mm -hmm. And that also frees up Gannon to work on the other side of the ball where he doesn't have as much experience in. Yep. Let him hire his own offensive coordinator, whether it's the name you just brought up or if it's somebody else, let him take control over that and let him work with Kyler Murray. Yeah. We saw Cardinals posted it today. Seemed like a very candid they look ready. video. I, they looked pumped. Yeah, where uh, Gannon's leaving the facility. Bidwell's there, too. And Bidwell goes, oh, that, wait. Last second. Wait, Kyler's wait, in there, I, yeah. 
think Kyler's over there getting getting some work in. He dropped his bags and like ran. He literally, he literally sprinted. Yeah. He sprinted and he clapped and he's let's like, let's go. go. Let's go. Let's win. go. Are you ready? Let's yeah. work. Which is like, yeah. To be fair, that's kind of like every new head coach, every like that's what you're but, gonna do. But if it felt more genuine mm-hmm. and a lot of people are bringing up the fact that Kyler Murray was just there. Take it for what it's worth. The national media is losing it. He right was now. there. No, they don't care. They only care when it's bad. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They've said that he, like, remember, it was always, oh, he's not going to train there. He's not going to work out there. He's not going to rehab there. And Which, realistically, he might have just been in town for the Super Bowl, and then he, might, he might be heading back to I, He was to enjoying Texas. some of the festivities. He met he met up with Tyler Drake out there no, at the WM Phoenix Open. He met up with the... I heard Devin, you guys played 16. Devin Booker, though. Of course he did. I did see that. <sighs> Who'd you say? I want waste management open. Any any cool cardinal stories? Any cool things that you saw that you, that you ran into there? Just because there's like always a million people at the WM Open. Um, I saw Andrew Whitworth hanging out at sixteen. Saw you know Benjamin hanging out at sixteen. Okay. so that was a nice little chat with him. Nothing, nothing crazy to report. Just kind of a how you doing? Just kind, kind of, of like oh yeah, that's situation. right. Situation, local guy. That's right. A, ASU Cardinals. All right. It was yeah. a nice conversation. I'll leave it at that. And then uh, you know yeah, just Super Bowl coverage and. Thanks for the shout out. I appreciate it. Uh, just, you know, Media Row ran into Hopkins, was able to talk to Hopkins a little bit. Talk mm, to Justin do you want to talk about bit. that for a second? Yeah. I mean, he didn't really have a lot to say. He just uh, he did confirm that he did meet with Monty uh, Austin Ford, the GM, and they had a conversation. Didn't really necessarily center around his future from what he said. So that I be find s- that hard to believe. I do, too. I do, too. But uh, honestly, it was just cool that Hopkins gave us the time to talk to me. And uh, and yeah, but. At least they met. He seemed like he was in a good place. Um, didn't have any kind of, I don't know, mannerisms or anything like that to to say otherwise. He seemed like he was in a good spot. So that'll be something to watch for sure. And then, yeah, Justin Pugh had an art unveiling uh, for Super Bowl, which was pretty interesting to to go check that out. And, yeah, he said he's looking for the right fit and not necessarily looking to retire. So whether that's here or elsewhere, he did say he wants to go play for a contender. So that would pretty much leave the Cardinals out unless we see some miraculous turnaround but yeah that's that uh those are some of the cool ones and then yeah red carpet was nuts man that was just you were looking sharp (laughs) looking sharp in that suit thank you thank you I wish you I wish you dressed like that for Cardinals corner to be honest (laughs) I uh I I just you know I'm always showing up three-piece suit monocle on pocket watch you know dressed to the peanut dress basically just dressed to the nines more or less (laughs) and yeah that that was just Tyler's coming in here he's like oh yeah you know I talked to DeAndre Hopkins and oh yeah I talked to Justin Pugh and (laughs) oh yeah you know I'll just rub in some shoulders he and also he wears his sunglasses during every single podcast episode i hope people know that even yeah. when it's, we record at one o'clock after a preseason game yep. tyler drake's wearing his sunglasses in studio because tyler drake is tyler drake and he's a co-host of cardinals corner which you're listening to right now, right now. on arizona sports all right i'm gonna go back to our grade school roots real quick and then we'll probably wrap it up as we get into the off season i want you to give a grade for the arizona cardinals hiring of jonathan gannon but i want you to keep a couple things in mind while we grade them <laughs> Number one is how long it took, for better or for worse. Oh. Number two are the candidates that turned the Arizona Cardinals down during this search. And number three is just the experience of Gannon himself, how you think he's going to be as a football coach. Give me a grade. Run me through the first one again. First one was how long it took the process itself in general. That, number two is oh. multiple people turning it down. And number three is the actual hire itself. So all of that kind of into one and the process we one got grade here. Yeah. Or, or three grades. Whatever you want, Tyler. It's your world. Okay, let's do three grades and we'll average it out. Okay, we're going to do some math. All right, I like it. <laughs> Go. Okay. <laughs> Timeline, I've got to say 
a C. Okay. If it would have been somebody that could have been hired before the Super Bowl, probably a D or an F. That's that's kind of my cr- criteria there. Second one was the guys that turn them down. That is going to be the, the rough F, one. That's that. That's the F. That's going to bring the that's average. That's going. In. That's going. That's going D range. Just because I mean, I think it was D'Amico. That that was my. That was probably my number one guy. Same. Sean Payton was obviously up at the top. Dan there. Quinn Dan said Quinn no. Dan Quinn was number Brian two. Brian Flores for me. was in the Flor- running, getting a second interview as a head coach, yeah. and took uh, a DC position. Yeah. And so I would say for me it was D'Amico, Brian Flores, Sean Payton, uh, and I mean honestly, Gannon might have been in that crew, but he was never he was never a thought. I mean, he might have been, but he was never a reported actual thought. You're going to get the interview. It was like, oh yeah, maybe they should kick the tires. No. So yeah, that's a bad so grade a C? there. An F or D? D. C, a D, and for Gannon himself. Gannon himself, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a B. I like the energy. So I guess I guess High we're, C? Yeah, we're C plus? Yeah, we'll just stay. We'll just say C C plus. Yeah, C plus across the Rise up red C plus. C plus. You know what yeah. I mean? And oh, he said Bird Gang too. He did say Bird Gang. He didn't gang. say Bird City Football. He didn't say Birds. He said so, Bird Gang. So maybe that hashtag will finally go you away. You think and somebody go back behind him gang. was like, "You're not on the Eagles anymore. You're not on the Eagles anymore. You're not on the Eagles anymore." <laughs> like I know it's this close after the Super Bowl, but come on, man. Uh, I'll agree with your grades there. But as I was going through that, I was kind of thinking, what else can we cover here? It's it's been a little bit of time since we've come on here. We wanted to wait until there was some actual concrete news. This search took. A little bit longer than you and I were expecting, and much like the Arizona Cardinals, some stuff had to be put on pause last week because of the Super Bowl. Yep. But I am, I would say, more than slightly concerned Okay. about the amount of people who have turned the Arizona Cardinals down. Yeah. Because that, to me, is just a very good way of showing the league's opinion of your franchise. Yeah. Like, plain and, and as Tyler Drake, the great <laughs> philosopher, always puts it, plain and simple. Plain, plain and simple, if a coach is in the running to be your head coach of one of the very minute mm-hmm. few NFL franchises, and they actively decide to go back to a position that will not give them a promotion or as much of a promotion as this job, simply because what? You're the Arizona Cardinals? Is, is that really what it comes down to? Let me let me give you this little bit of info I picked up over, Ooh, the, over the week. Insider Tyler Drake. Uh, somebody that is, uh, let's say, close to the team mm-hmm. told me that the coaching search was embarrassing. Mm. So... Take so that, take that for what you will. If the coaching search itself, and I'm talking about close with the team. If and look, man, Tyler, don't say this stuff unless <laughs> unless it's it's that's not, I didn't even report. That. No, it's not it's not reporting. But I'm also know that you're not saying anything unless it's solid. Yeah. No. Yeah. So there's you know you're not going to be reporting. Oh, so 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 and so. It was an interesting one. But it's solid. Yeah. It, 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 it is not just a oh wow the dude who serves concessions out of no, blah, blah, no, no, blah. No, no, no. No, no, it, no, no, no. But. I think that that you know comes into play because before this coach, during the coaching process, teams were turning you down. So the fact that it took so long, other coaches were turning you down for promotions, and you ended up with somebody that, quite frankly, wasn't at the top of anybody's list. Yeah, and Eagles fans are celebrating. I'm like, I am not mincing words when I say celebrating. Well, I think hashtag Fire Gannon was trending before. 
any of this was oh, even dear. going on. I mean, not for the Cardinals, for Philly. God, I'm worried. I, I just I don't want to be that guy that goes all out all too soon. Right? Yeah. Ah, this can't work. It can't work because that's just stupid. That's a stupid way to look at sports. Yes. But I kind of had the same feeling when Cliff Kingsbury was hired. Okay. Where it was just like, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if I you was... believe it, sure. You know, it's look. I'm not at, like. I'm not as far in that boat as yeah. I was when Cliff was there because no NFL experience, losing record in college, go on and go on and go on. Mm-hmm. Things that we've talked about yeah. for a very long time. Those aren't the case with this guy. Yep. However, it still seems like the guy that if you were to list down all the top candidates when the Cardinals fired Cliff Kingsbury 38 days ago. I don't know if he makes the top five if we're putting truth serum in everybody's veins. No, I don't. Yeah. You end up with him. Oh, you better damn believe he's been in my top five the whole time. Mm-hmm. I've always had my eyes on this guy. I've had since before we even fired Cliff Kingsby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let's not act like it was impossible to get this I mean, guy on your radar and talk four, to him before you actually talk to him. The three or four guys we just named, those guys would, would have been over him. I mean, it's just, look at, how it, look at how it all transpired. I mean, like you said earlier, if they really wanted to get him, they would have brought him in so much sooner. Is it weird to say I'd be more comfortable, and this is from a football standpoint, I know this would never happen, I'd be more comfortable bringing Steve Wilkes in as the head coach? I I, I wouldn't do either, to be honest. I if know. I was in charge and I had the choice, I, think, I wouldn't do either. I think I think Steve Wilkes in San Francisco is going to be a pretty rough go for a lot of teams in the West. Okay, but not for the Niners. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I, I, think, I, I, think that's, I think him as a DC with the Niners is, is huge. Panthers are doing a pretty good putting together a, a coaching staff to replace him, but yeah. I, I mean, he's head coach material, so to have him as defensive coordinator, maybe that's solid. More of a reason to keep a guy like Vance Joseph around, yeah, to have yeah. a head coach level guy to match up defensively. Because you look at what the 49ers did; if they had a not, a, I want to say a half decent quarterback, but if they had their guy and he didn't get injured, because as great of a story Brock Purdy was, still wasn't guaranteed to be the guy. Yeah, and now he, he gets injured, but. You've got that defense that is an absolute monster. It could be molded into something like that. Yep. You know, your defense could maybe hopefully do the same. It's not like this defense is devoid of talent, mm-hmm. but they definitely need a little bit of a spruce up, which maybe all of the bringing back together, that's why you bring Gannon in. That's so, why you go defensive minded. So Blake Allen Murphy, mm-hmm. his grade for the, yeah. for the Cardinals on a scale of A, B, C, D, E, or F, he's going with a G for Gannon. And I, hey, you know what? I think we've kind of we, can you grade it? Like, we have to go with that. I think right yeah. now is a wait and see. I think he. I think my you know middle of the road C. That was. I mean, I think that's kind of where I was going with. It. Is it's yeah. more so of like, hey, it's a higher. That's, yeah. that's all it is. We got to see what happens next. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's <laughs> certainly something. It, it's it's not great when you can look at the Colts and be like, huh, they might have done a better job at this. It's 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 not it's not the best sign in the world, but it's also not the end of the world. Like Blake Allen, Blake Allen Murphy's right. You can't really give it a full grade, even though I asked you to ten minutes ago. Yeah, but you you can't. And I neither of us are sitting here saying the Cardinals are doomed or the Cardinals are saved. The Cardinals are the are, Cardinals. They 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 merely just are. They are. Yeah, they that's are. all they are right now. 
and they have a lot of questions that need to be answered. (laughs) They've got a big draft coming up as we now turn towards draft season. Head coach, check. We're filling out the rest of the coaching staff, and then we're getting into the draft, and then we're going to also get into free agency. Now is the time that this roster actually gets built. Time for this new regime of general manager Monty Austin for new head coach Jonathan Gannon to actually take the reins and see what they can do in a season that everybody's already writing off. Yep. For good reason or for not good reason. No, yeah. Already writing off. Because of Kyler Murray, because of the state of the team in general, mm-hmm. people are writing the season off. We're going to see. And we're going to see fast. They don't need to win this year to be like, oh, this these are good hires. But something needs to be built. They have to take a noticeable step forward in their culture building and just how they set up. You know, whenever the computer gives a little ding, that's when we're going. We'll that's 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 the that's the notification. Of, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Wrap it up, wrap it up, guys. Yep, that yep. is our producer is actually the old Dell computer that we run off of that gives us <laughs> notifications every hour, even when you turn notifications off. But until we get to the point of filling out the roster, of going down the root, the root, the the root, the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole of the NFL draft. You can follow Tyler at T Drake for sports on Twitter. He'll have everything Cardinals. And as anything has been proven over this last week, he'll just have everything Arizona <laughs> sports for you at T Drake for I'll sports try. on the Arizona sports app on Arizona sports.com. You can hear me on the Arizona sports app at 987 Monday through Friday on with Wolf and Luke Burns and Gambo doing updates every 30 minutes. Of course, you're listening to Cardinals corner. You can follow us on Twitter at AZ cards corner. We're going to be here a little bit more often than we had the last month or so. Just a lot of outside stuff going on, but we're back. Cardinals are back. And when there is more to talk about, we will talk to you until then. Try hard, Bo, please try, even though it's the offseason and the season is over, to enjoy football.